Hello, everybody. I'm Nicole. And I'm Murphy. And welcome to the first episode of Who's Gonna Say It? Hey, everyone. We're super excited to welcome our listeners to Who's Gonna Say It, a podcast associated with Powers U of T. We're also really excited to explain a bit more about this club in our episode, but first I wanted to introduce myself. I'm Murphy, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm in my third year at the University of Toronto, specializing in health and disease with a double minor in English and physiology. I'm one of the co-directors of Who's Gonna Say It? And I'm Nicole, your other host and co-director of podcast for Who's Gonna Say It? My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a second year student studying sociology, minoring in urban studies and critical studies in equity and solidarity. And welcome to Who's Gonna Say It? A podcast where we talk about everything taboo, TMI, and subjects that otherwise get overlooked. This podcast is aimed at giving people a platform to have a conversation that they maybe wouldn't or couldn't have anywhere else. In all honesty, to really understand the mission of this podcast and the subjects we'll be tackling, you don't have to look any further than the club we're a part of. And who better to explain powers than our president, Catherine, and vice president, Ella? Hi, everyone. My name is Catherine. My pronouns are she, her. I'm the president and founder of Powers UFT, and I'm in my second year specializing in psychology. And I'm Ella. My pronouns are she and her. I'm the vice president of Powers UFT. I'm double majoring in health and disease and nutritional sciences, and just wanted to say a huge thank you to Murphy and Nicole for inviting us on this podcast to talk today. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, so, Catherine, I guess we should really start with what is Powers? Um, what made you come up with the name? And why did you start it here at U of T? Yeah, that's a great question to start off with. Um, the name is a whole story that I'll get into in a bit. But Powers stands for Period, an organization for women's and everyone's reproductive and sexual health and rights at U of T. And why I started this club, it was quite a process. Actually, we uh, officially got recognized in February of 2020, but I started thinking about this in November 2019. (laughs) And um, essentially, I was listening to some news stories and just some articles about menstruation in different places around the world and period poverty, which I had never heard about before. At the same time, you know, I was getting older, I kind of realized there's a lot of topics that we don't talk about uh, in general, like as a society, things like periods, also things like sex, things like pregnancy. Outside of sex ed class, nothing really was talked about unless it was in a teasing or bullying situation. And so those things kind of led me towards trying to start something to change that. Um, And one of the goals that Powers has is to normalize talking about the topics that we focus on. So that was definitely one of my primary motivators. Another thing was the fact that all of these things that we talk about, which I'll get into in a bit as well, 
um, really integrate. They're really related to each other. And so I wanted to make kind of an umbrella organization that could connect all of these together. Could you speak a little bit more on the naming of the club? Where did you get powers? Yeah, thank you for bringing that up again. Uh, Let me just take myself back to uh, November (laughs) 2019 (laughs) when I was in first year. Um, And I think, honestly, one of the reasons it took so long from this kind of like idea planting, which probably happened before November until February, was because of the name. I, I needed to really have a name and also have like clear outline of what this club is about, what this club's goal was, because I knew it was going to be like an administrative mess if we didn't have this down. Uh, and that's really what took all of that time to think about just constantly in the back of my mind I was like oh my god I need to get myself together and write this down and so I mentioned what power stands for but kind of going off of that we have five topics that we focus on and so those five topics are uh, women's rights and health sexual rights and health reproductive rights and health LGBTQ plus rights and health and menstruation as a whole. So that's talking about things like period poverty, period shame, period health, and so on. And I knew that I wanted an acronym that could just kind of be used as an acronym so that people would be like, oh, powers, or whatever the acronym is, instead of having to say the full name of the club. Just from my experience reading clubs, it just sounded so cool when people could say their acronyms uh, and and if it meant something that was even cooler. And I was like, oh, my God, I need a word. I need a word that relates to periods and sexual and reproductive rights and health and so on and so on. That makes sense and is cool. (laughs) It's going to attract people. And so I was like thinking. I don't know if I still have the notebook where I wrote down, but I had a bunch of ideas. Um, And eventually I was just like, okay, I need period in the name. So I need a P, I need a P word. (laughs) And so eventually I came up with powers because it also had like the W for woman. Um, The S was just kind of added on for the sexual rights and health part. And then I was like, okay, I can work with this. And so I just tried <laughs> tried to fill in every letter. Um, and so now, as a result of that, the name is extremely <laughs> long. <laughs> Periods and Organization for Women's and Everyone's Reproductive and Sexual Health and Rights, UFT. Um, but the acronym did what it was supposed to. It succeeded. It's, everyone uses it. Powers it's- love it. Honestly, I'm like just that's 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 gonna be the name of the club we don't need to we don't need to uh go through the full sentence that is the actual name um but yeah but the name is still great because whenever i introduce the club i'm basically like powers which stands for which is what we do right self-explanatory in all senses you know at uft we love a good acronym (laughs) so it made sense that nailing the acronym was one of the main things you were focused on it's a good call for sure. Very true. Actually, leading into the next question, but first I have a little sub question. We have so many committees on this. Well, 10, including executives, right? 
Um, how many people do you think know the full the full title of this club? <laughs> I'd give it a solid three. <laughs> you, Ella. Oh God. Okay. I think I think I, our execs yeah, know it, right? Our execs gotta know it. So. You think everyone knows it? On the executive team, maybe not everyone, but like the people who I have been here knows for the period, a while. the first three parts, and then the end, people get confused in the order, or just <laughs> like periods. Blah, 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 blah. But the name, we love it. We love it. <laughs> we do we love go the by name. powers because we remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So speaking. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, glad. No, I love it. I know it. <laughs> um, anyway, so speaking about the committees, we just wanted to go over the committees that are involved in powers and give recognition where recognition is due. So if you guys just want to go into detail about that, that would be great. Sure. Yeah. I can just list off um, our different groups. We have outreach and events and they work on reaching out to everyone and organizing both our internal and external events and contacting speakers. We have our finance and they focus on grant writing and um, the whole logistics and financial aspect of our club. We have our equity committee, our education committee, administration, social media and graphics design, podcast and research. Um, and Ella, when did you get involved? Have you been there since the November 2019 decision? Or were you there like from the beginning? When when did you get involved? So actually, it's quite funny because um, I had taken a class second semester of my first year called Global Health Grand Opportunities. And I was writing my final paper um, in March, April. And um, I had watched the most incredible video uh, documentary on Netflix called Period End of Sentence. And that's, um, that really sparked my interest in everything evol- revolving around menstruation and the taboos, um, period poverty and all of that. And so my friend and I who had taken the class together, we wanted to get involved and do something um, and start a club of our own. And so we were in the process trying to figure it out, uh, like March, February, uh, March, April, 2020. And uh, we were just figuring everything out, but we were going to leave it to the summer. And then um, I looked on my Facebook one day and I had seen a post, um, Catherine's post, and it was that she had started this club and I had read the whole thing. And I said, this is exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and so from there I applied and um, I messaged Catherine just saying, you know, this is everything that I've wanted to do myself. I'm super interested in um, powers and working towards talking about the taboos and talking about things that are right now uncomfortable and talking about different innovations that people have come up with just like um, the innovative sanitary pad in India that I had just done my research report on. So Catherine and I talked and then um, I was the director of logistics over the summer. So I figured out different events and outreach and the whole kind of planning of the club with Catherine and uh, along with our other exec members. Um, and then fall came around and I was elected vice president. Wow, that's awesome. That's actually how I got involved too. I just saw it on um, 
Facebook and I was like, I am so interested in this. And then I just applied to like every position I could. And here we are, director <laughs> of podcast. So co-director of podcast. Sorry. Sorry, Nicole. That's <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. I'll let it slide. Facebook, Facebook <laughs> is my uh, primary method of advertisement, as you can tell. Yeah. It's certainly very effective. <laughs> yeah. I also, I find it super interesting that both of you at around the same time, um, really saw this gap in the clubs at U of T for having these conversations on taboo but very critical topics um and it just shows how like it just shows even more how important it is to have a club like powers here yeah I agree completely and like with that being said you guys started it during COVID during this pandemic (laughs) so how has that been yeah that's that's been pretty crazy. Uh, that's not what I was expecting <laughs> no. because I did start um, in February. And as we all know, COVID kind of mostly hit Canada in March, mid-March. And so I had like we we were late February. We got recognized late February. And so when COVID hit, I was like just starting to about to advertise and look for people to join and things like that we had I had a drive in mind but none of that happened and so I actually started uh, really looking for people in May which is when Ella and all the other kind of original execs got involved um, so yeah I think I'll, I'll let Ella also talk a little bit about what it's been like in COVID before I continue yeah, I mean, I'm in California. Catherine's in Toronto. We've really, all of our exec have worked. Um, we've been in different parts of the world, Europe, Asia, um, the US, Canada. And I think we've really been working around it, different time zones, different plans. It's been something. Um, but honestly, I think what, like, what better time to do it during COVID? You know, everything's changing. This is the time where real conversations are happening and people are finally listening. And um I think, you know, we're working at in, at a difficult time and I think it can only get better when we start at a position, you know, where everything's a little crazy in the world right now. Yeah, I agree. And uh, there were definitely a lot of obstacles and things that kind of went in the way of what I originally had planned. But I got to work with such amazing executives from all around the world. Uh, we could meet at times that worked for everyone because we were virtual and we really had to get like creative and think about what people are going to be interested in in this virtual environment as well as how we could advocate in this virtual environment and so it's been I think challenging but also very uh, engaging. Could you actually speak a little bit more um on what you've recently been working on, those advocacy plans and those engagement plans that you just mentioned? Yeah, so I can go ahead. Um, Just talking about the summer first, then moving on to our new stuff. So we had planned this Empower Drive and um, we were collecting donations, pads, tampons, clothes, um, games, all of these different things that we were planning on donating to um, youth and women's shelters. And so we have got some donations and we're in the midst of continuing that drive and donating um, what we've collected. But um, it was a complicated process, starting with how can we even pick up things during COVID? How can we make everything COVID safe? 
Um, we also wanted to do stuff not only with shelters, but people um, on the street and make little packages. But with COVID, that poses a lot of restrictions and even actually donations right now. Um, there's a lot of restrictions on what can be donated to shelters. Um, but we've contacted grocery stores and um, apartment buildings and different things so we could put um, a box just for donations. And that's still in the process of happening. However, we've done some at-home pickups and um, safety safely delivered packages and picked up packages. Um, and we've organized online panels. And so over the summer, um, we actually organized a panel event on racism in women's health and rights. And we had three speakers. We had a shadow cabinet critic from women's health issues from the Green Party of Ontario. We had a public health graduate um, who graduated with a diploma in Waters Without Borders from the UN. And then we also had um, the executive director of South Asian Women's Center. Um, and we did Instagram lives with them and then an actual event. And the turnout was so great, even on Zoom. We had, I think over, over 50 people or just around 50 people come to our event. Um, it was our first online event and it was a great success. I think we couldn't have asked for a better turnout. We talked about um, just how people were interacting with health, um, racism, and the discrepancies that were occurring with COVID. And um, we had discussions both on women's issues. We discussed how everything worked in policy and we discussed indigenous women and black women and immigrants and people of color and of different ethnicities and how COVID has affected different communities more than others. And I think it was just a conversation that needed to be that needed to happen um, right time, right place, online, having that discussion right now. And um, hopefully those dis online discussions can turn into real change. Yeah, I'm, thank you for bringing that up, Ella. I think that was one of uh, our big events over the summer that Ella was really working hard on. So that was amazing. And since then, we've really continued trying to uh, work with the virtual environment in order to connect with people um, you know, near and far to have these events connecting the U of T community. And as I mentioned, the, we really have to get creative. And that's how things like the podcast came to be and other initiatives that we're working on. Um, so that's been a blessing and a curse. And another thing about the kind of COVID landscape that we find ourselves in is the fact that really clubs are trying to reach out to each other and collaborate in order to kind of have a united front against these challenges that we're facing. And so we've had the amazing opportunity to collaborate with clubs, including a recent collaboration with Because I'm a Girl at the University of Toronto Scarborough campus. Uh, so shout out to them. And we're also hoping to collaborate with tons of other clubs. I think one of the reasons why I started Powers was because I really wanted uh, integration of things that we talk about and the taboos that we talk about, as I mentioned earlier. And so that really gives us leeway to collaborate with all these other amazing clubs on campus. And because we have such a broad kind of view, we can reach out in different parts of our organization to collaborate with very specific and very broad clubs across campus. So that's been a great opportunity for us. 
Yeah, and on the note of collaborations and current projects that we're working on, um, we've been organizing equity safe spaces. So we already had one of those. And our next equity safe space, we're going to be doing with the Black Student Association. Um, and that's going to be happening at the end of March. So we're really looking forward to that event. Um, we're also continuing our panels and we're going to be having a menstruation and COVID conference in March as well. Um, with those goals in mind, what are some future projects and endeavors you have for the club um, as it continues throughout the year and hopefully as we start to open up again in the long run? Yeah, so uh, I know some of the projects that we are hoping that are more long term, I guess, that we have uh, slowly start, started thinking about or started. Um, one of them has been under our education committee, which is our um, kind of sex ed investigation. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but um, we are hoping to just kind of review the current curriculum, the current uh, education for sexual and reproductive health and see if there's uh, any, any gaps, as I'm sure there are, as nobody is perfect. And I think that these topics are often far from it. And so uh, we want to consult with experts. This is a very long-term project. So it's really in the uh, baby stages right now as we try to figure out how we're going to go about doing this. Um, but that's one of the ones that we are hoping to do and we're very excited for. And then beyond COVID, my <laughs> Lord, uh, opening up would be so <laughs> nice. We have, we've talked about many things, I think, throughout meetings. I'm not even sure if I remember most of them. I probably don't. Um, but as Ella mentioned, the drives, I think, would be much easier to conduct in person. One of the things we wanted to do um, when we still had, you know, hope that in-person was coming soon um, was really packaging our donations and being able to directly distribute them uh, in Toronto ourselves. I know we talked about a fashion show in like really, really old meetings. Yes. Ella might remember. I don't know. Don't know if that will happen, but there's just so many uh, possibilities. Uh, food is one of them too. Um, yeah. Ella, do you have any other <laughs> I think other yeah, we're doing our best with our online events and trying to really connect with people through online platforms. But obviously, connecting online is so much different than connecting in person. And um, I really love those personal connections. So I think meeting everyone in person um, when we do open up and um, we experience like being together in a room, all of us talking, that's something that would be pretty amazing. Um, and just having those donation boxes around school and um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been so amazing already. Like I can only speak as part of the podcast committee, but being able to connect with people even online that just share such a common goal and an interest in, you know, health rights and everything that Powers is working for has been incredible and I can only imagine like what we can get done when there's no restrictions and everything is you know open up and we can do our drives and we can all see each other in person like I'm so excited to meet half of the people that I've never met like, <laughs> that are a part of this club I don't know it's going to be amazing I think 
And we know everybody's <laughs> yes. height. Yes, <laughs> we know everybody's height. Oh, yes, yeah, so that's been an ongoing <laughs> question at each of our meetings, guessing everyone's heights. And um, <laughs> it's been a thing. Who's a tall person? <laughs> who's a short? Who's in the meeting? There has There's been, been some discrepancies. Tall ones <laughs> for sure. I don't know what you guys are saying. We're all tall ones when we're on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, going back to what Murphy was highlighting earlier. Um, I mean, with all the events that you guys, like, well, that the club has been able to run while on an online platform, I can only imagine how many great things are going to come out of being in person. Um, and even without being in person, I'm really looking forward to everything we're going to be working on in the future. Uh, with that being said, I really want to thank you guys for joining us today. It was really wonderful to hear your insights as the club it really is your baby. Um, and just thank you for sharing your experiences and expertise. Yes, thank you so much for joining us, Ella and Catherine. It's been amazing to chat with you guys. Well, thank you to both of you. Yeah, it's Thank been a pleasure and I can't you. wait to see where the podcast goes, who your next speakers will be, and just can't wait to keep on listening to it. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Who's Gonna Say It? Though it may be a podcast operating in a digital space, our club and affiliated institution have very real physical repercussions, and it is important to acknowledge the land that U of T operates on. The Mississauga the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Haudenosaunee, and the Huron-Wendat have been the stewards of so-called Toronto for thousands of years, and it's truly a privilege to live and operate on this land. To learn whose land you live on, download the Whose Land app or visit www.whose.land/en. To keep up on Powers events, activities, and new podcast episodes, follow us at powers.uft on Instagram and Facebook. Tune back in on March 20th, where we'll be joined by our new host, Alex. See you then.